And welcome to episode eight of the Electrium podcast. David Evans here, and I'm joined by Ricky and Sam from the Electrician's Guide to Everything podcast. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Nice to uh, nice to be featuring on a another podcast as a guest. Yeah, um, you've got low energy, Sam. Today, I'm tired um, and cold. So, fortunately, you've got low energy, Sam. Ah, okay. Well, let's try and put that energy up then throughout the the conversation. Um, right, the bit. Yeah, a bit of caveat to this. So we did actually record this podcast about three weeks ago. This is technically episode eight, Mark Two. But then, as Ricky mentioned before we started recording, Internet Fairies for some reason decided that the forty-minute chat we did, they didn't want to record it. So we're starting all over again. So for our, for us three, we've already had this conversation. But let's pretend that we never had this conversation before. I think for for just for novelty purposes, we have to say that you forgot to push record. Um, yeah, and stick, yeah, even yeah. though that's not true, we'll stick, yeah. we'll stick with that because it, it sounds better, doesn't it? It's, it's funnier. Yeah, it sounds better if it's that way. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. Um, just to kick things off, give me a, a background, how you got into the train, what were both of your journeys to uh, get into our industry? Uh, Sam, I'll let you crack on first, mate. Yeah, um, so I was, um, I've done sales for many years, I've done all kinds of different jobs. Um, from selling pencils to blade servers. So um, you, were, you weren't a pencil got, pusher then. Uh, I was a pencil pusher. Yeah. yeah, I was a pencil networking in an office, um, and I hated it. And I was really bad at it because actually, um, you wouldn't want to be stuck sitting next to me in an office all day. I'm very annoying. Um, so I decided that I needed to get a trade. Uh, went out and I signed up at Bromley College and it was very touch and go whether I was actually going to go ahead with it. Um, I was standing in the queue. I was the I was the oldest person in the queue and I was sort of doing little circles on the spot thinking, oh, shall I, shall I, shall I, shall I? And then in the end, I signed up and really got a bit of an... I got an apprenticeship with um, a, a local guy, house bashing. Um, then... Recession came and that all went out the window. And then, yeah, I just I worked as a uh, electrician's mate four days a week and one day off to do uh, college on a Monday. Nice. I never knew you sold pencils. I sold stationery for a company called what was it called now? Anyway, I sold stationery. That was fun. Um, the exciting world of stationery. Um, I sold, worked in army surplus once. That was good. Um, yeah, I've, man, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of really boring sales jobs. I've had some terrible jobs, some really bad jobs. I was the same. So I was 25 when I started, got an apprenticeship, um, just who I knew, not what I knew. And yeah, went from there, got one day apprenticeship, you know, one day a week, got that done. That took me five years rather than four because um, I'd done it with JTL. The MVQ assessor left, took him a year to get him replaced. So I said, no one marking me MVQ work. And then, yeah, kind of seized the opportunity and got qualified and done. But 
I bust over that because I want to tell you about two jobs that stand out for me in my time to become an electrician. Uh, one of them was a glue factory where they my whole job was to pack up, you know, the glue that goes in uh, glue guns. Yeah. So that was it. So that came off the end of the line. It cut it. I had to pick it up, box it, glue the box shut. That was it. Um, but it had this little tap that used to spray water on the glue, but the tap was broken, so it kept like not hitting the glue, and then it all got stuck together. So I had that to deal with, and I kept, because it's a glue factory, obviously glue the box shut rather than tape it, and I kept burning my hands. I lasted one night there. It was the worst job. <laughs> and the, the second worst job was a turkey packing factory for Tesco's, uh, where I got sacked because my meat packing quality was not up to scratch. Wow. So, <laughs> okay. Two interesting uh, jobs I had there before becoming an electrician. That 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 line about it not being standard just uh, this is completely random, but it reminds me of all the way back when I was at school when I was at sixth form doing geography. I had to do a you know your your kind of your coursework, and every few weeks you had to give in what you'd progressed with to the teacher to mark. And in one of the bits I had to draw a map of this this area. I don't know such an area. And uh, the feedback I got was that my colouring in wasn't up to A level standard, which I'll which I'll never forget. I don't really know what that standard of colouring in is. Um, but interesting there that you've both got you know Sam, you worked in a with pens, Ricky with with glue, and then you know you are where you are now. Sam, were you a fan of the HB pencil? Uh, no, mate, I wasn't actually. Um, I prefer a HB two pencil. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, man. I, I feel um, like I feel like Dave should have um, should have spoke to Sam and got the the proper colouring pencils for the job, and you may got may got a better mark there on your A levels, you know. Yeah, true. That is true. Um, how do you guys get to know each other then? Because I know from doing a bit of research on your podcast, is it right that you met on forums on WhatsApp? How how do you guys um, get to know each other? Yeah, so the electrical. Um... So the electricians who work in agencies and, you know, subcontracting for uh, site work up, uptown, um, I say uptown, um, that's London for anyone outside of the London area. LDN, London town. Yeah, London town. Um, we uh, we have a lot of job sharing groups. Um, what's that groups? Um, I suppose a premier one, Sparks Link. That's a really good one for, you know, they swap jobs. And anyway... Me and Rick was on one group, um, and we was constantly arguing with each other. Because let me tell you one thing that Rick can't do is ever lose an argument, even if he's wrong. But I'm never wrong. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we've done that. Uh, and we was arguing about the state of the industry and how to fix it. Um, and, yeah, it sort of evolved into forming a union. Um, and we spoke so much on the phone that our wives called us boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, you, it's up to you to decide who's the uh, the boy and the girl in this relationship. And yeah, so our wives ended up mocking us. Um, and what well, do they still do? To be fair, don't they, Rick? Yeah, when they get a word in. Now I think it's sort of becoming a norm, hasn't it? Which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. No. Um, but yeah, exactly that. You know, we 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 done the union, um, which is sadly now um, doesn't exist anymore. We never really got the backing from the self-employed electricians that we needed fully. So that that doesn't exist is what it is. Um, but before that sort of ended, we started the podcast to get our message out there about twelve months ago now, and 
you know, the podcast has just gone up and up and up. Like even now, it's still growing all the time. And obviously, you look at your downloads you get every month, and it's it's always staggering. I mean, I think we're coming up. We're just short of fifteen thousand downloads now, which for two electricians that just started a podcast is asking us great. Yeah, quite overwhelming, really. But, the, but it should also be noted, like we done a lot of good with the union, but we're finding. Uh, well, we found it closed a lot more doors than it opened being part of a union. And when we started up the podcast, the the charity that the charitable stuff and the people we can help and the good influence we can have on the industry is well, it's actually it's actually been more effective doing good stuff on an individual basis for people in in the industry than the union ever was. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes to the typical, um, it takes always takes someone to go first. So yeah. it, it, in our instance, for getting sponsorship through the podcast, so it allowed us to do more stuff, it was Rhino Trade Insurance, which was actually a company outside of the industry. Uh, we spoke to plenty of companies in the industry, didn't really want to help us or get on board. And then that, when that happened, all of a sudden, it's like the floodgates opened and everyone wants to be part of it. I think the trouble with the union is no one big really went first. Everyone kind of distanced himself. And I, I think in hindsight, we can probably see why. Yeah. And when when it came to putting the podcast together, what was the idea about putting it together? What was it that you wanted to do with it? What did you want to achieve with it? I, I, it started off, and it still is predominantly about CPD, um, but in a very different way. Um, to the way other podcasts do it so obviously when we started we started pretty much the same time as Electrium I think about the March time and there wasn't any podcasts out there so we focused primarily on CPD and then as other podcasts popped up and started really knuckling down on CPD way in way more depth than me and Sam could um, we sort of turned more to do it in an entertaining way so actually really engage the listeners and then deliver some CPD that you almost don't even know you're receiving, if that makes sense. Um, and, and I think that's kind of where we got. It's definitely now, especially now, the way we've got is entertainment-based podcast yeah. about the electrical industry that has the conversations we have is a natural CPD. Uh, but it's all very, there's no script to it. You know, it's um, a brilliant example with you, David, on this where you've, you've sent us sort of a script of what, what happens on the podcast and give us a little heads up. You don't get that luxury on our podcast. <laughs> you're, <laughs> yeah. you're in the seat and what, what happens is, is what happens. And sometimes that works really well and sometimes it, it does backfire. <laughs> but I guess it's, that, it's the way of, it's the unpredictable nature and the fact that you can tailor the show to what you want is probably why doing podcasts is so appealing because you are the dictators or the, the tailors of what you do. Absolutely. I mean, I absolutely love podcasting. I love it. I've been a big fan of podcasts since I had an iPhone 2. Um, I found uh, it was called The Rabbit Hole Express, and it was about strange things going on in the world. The two guys are talking about it, and I was I was hooked immediately. And then I started listening to loads of conspiracy stuff. I'd like to say I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but I find them really interesting. They're really fun to listen to. And then I found Joe Rogan experience. And yeah, and it and ever since then I've really, really wanted to do a podcast. 
and then Rick come up with the idea for the EGTE podcast. And and here we are. And I absolutely love it. And I love the fact that we can tailor it to however we want. We can do as we please with it. Because ultimately, I think that gives a better product as well. Being able to be free to say and do as you please. We're not bound by any rules. It's not, not as if I'm going to tell Rick, oh, we can't swear on this episode. This just it's not it's not what we do. Uh, we don't have any rules. And I think it's a really appealing platform for people to uh to like express themselves on because you, you there's no governance the only well actually the only governance is if it's rubbish if your content is poor no one's listening yeah and i think something else we've learned massively is that for every person that loves something there'll be someone else that doesn't and vice versa um so you know you'll be someone that you know you'll say a joke about something and someone will find it hilarious, it's brilliant, really entertaining. And then you get someone else that will hate it and be absolutely disgusted. Um, and, and that's kind of the, the bullet you have to you have to face, I guess, when, you, when you're doing this, especially when, like we say, everything is completely off the cuff. It's done on the day. So we don't often know where conversations are taking us. When we started, we used to have two topics. You know, we'd, you'd pick a topic, we'd pick a topic, we'd give your heads up and then talk about it. We kind of even come away from that. Yeah, we had two guests on in a row. He was like, right, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't really know. I was like, well, <laughs> that's, 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 that's it then. That's, we've got no podcast. So we had to kind of just, just roll with it. And actually, the funny thing was, them two podcasts, them two episodes, are like our most downloaded in the time frame that they've been done. So obviously, we hit something right there. Um you know, when you see the figures and you see you're hitting something right, you, you've got a roll with that. What we're also seeing with podcasts, well, podcasts are just part of a, a plethora of kind of digital technology that is kind of going through the industry at the mo- moment. I mean, for for Sparks, how can how do you think they can take advantage of that with the different, not just like podcasts, but social media and 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 things like that? I think think Sam hits this every time, so um, I'll let you crack on with that, mate. Oh, I didn't really have an answer for it but <laughs> well it's, it's, it's what you it's because you always say about you know now is the best time to be becoming an yeah, electrician no, we are it's it's we live in unique times man like this is uh, a point in history where you can literally choose all of the content that comes your way um and it's at your fingertips and it's instantly di- consumable you can consume any information about pretty much 99% of any subject in the world. You can consume that information readily at your fingertips. And that translates to the industry as well, the electrical industry. I don't think there's ever been a better time for learning, for getting into the industry in terms of the content that's out there to help you, um, the supportive nature of the industry. I mean, there's rivalries and there's, you know, people disagree, but ultimately, anyone who was in like needed some help, some guidance, could pick up the phone to any one of the. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a, the the term that some people don't like. Uh, any of the influencers, and they will help break it down for you and, and and try and get you along. I mean, it's never been so accessible now, has it? Like it, you mentioned there, it, it it anyone can go on the internet now and find anything as it were in terms of in terms of helping their trade and this is why i say there's never been a better time to become an electrician and 
there's never been a better time to improve as an electrician as well. So if you're, if you're feeling a bit stuck in the mud, it's just a matter of getting inspired. The content's there. The ability to learn is, is up to you. Yeah, absolutely. And you've, I think we're at a time now where there's so much content out there. If you, if you go into YouTube and you search any, anything to do with electrics, so, you know, how do I do, how do I fill out an UICR form? You, you, there will be a video on that by someone. We understand it. it's good content. That's it. Definitely. <laughs> if two, if two electricians that are on the tools can can understand it, um, and you know our bright brains are probably always a little bit fried from working and always come on a little bit tired. If we're getting it and we're understanding it, then that's that's good going. I was going to say if 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 people listen to this and they're thinking, you know, oh, I'd like to do a podcast or. I'd like to set up a YouTube channel. It's one of those things where you might find a niche to do one particular thing. Like you mentioned there that you tried YouTube, but perhaps there was a lot of work to go into it. But the podcasting is probably more the area you feel you can thrive in. And other people, if they want to get into this world, may find that there's different avenues they they find more comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. I think, sorry, Sam. <laughs> I think no, go you... on, man. No, you go on. <laughs> appreciate it uh, if you go onto linkedin there's like a whole nother circle of people in there that are doing all their stuff and obviously linkedin is is a very different platform um but you will find a lot of people on there and you know what sometimes it's really nice and this is is that someone someone to put a video on and if you've got a lot of followers and a lot of people that like your content they will blindly like it and comment on it how great it is and wherever um people that will go hold on a second what about this and it throws a spanner in the work, but you need you need these people to comment as well because actually it gives you a different way of thinking. Um, and you know what? It's, it's a something I've always lived by. There, there are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. Um, and I think people do get hesitant sometimes to actually ask what you're really thinking or say what you're really thinking because listen, social media could be a pretty harsh place at the best of times. You, you know, you've talked a lot there about how this is the best time to be an electrician and the best time to learn. If there's one thing this year that you would tell a spark to, to go out and learn about, what would you recommend? Um, For working on sites uptown, um, if you, so my heart always lays with the job and electrician, um, the subcontractor who works uptown um, contracting. I think, uh, for me, and it's controversial, but if you want to add value to your to to your skill set, that actually translates into money rather than you know that's what we go to work for is money. So if you want to add to, add to your earning potential, there really is two things that you should really in, um, try and get this year, and one is an iPath which is a, a ridiculous course on how to use a scissor lift. And the other is your triple STS. Um, if you've been in the game long enough, you know how to do the job. And really that just says you can tell other people how to do the job. Um, and they will add to your earning potential as far as, you know, professional development. Yeah, they're, they're there, but they're not, they're not going to change your, change your perspective on, installing electrical stuff um 
this is how tired I am. My brain is sort of shutting down towards <laughs> the end of my sentence. You can tell that. Yeah, I can see it on the video, Sam, as well. I can see. Just come on. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. No, so I would always... So for this year, um, for any spark that's out there that doesn't have it, go and get your triple STS. Um, that's your supervisor card. And get your IPATH. Um, and I would say by the middle to the end of this year, um, you're going to need to have your 18th as well. Because I think agency is going to just make in that prerequisite to get a job now. You know the trouble with that as well. Obviously, you've mentioned two ways of increasing your your hourly rate. If you want, is actually tickets. So you get your triple SDS ticket, you'll get paid more money. You get your IPAF ticket, you'll get paid more money. You go and do your 18th edition. No one's paying you any more money. That's Zero how messed up. That's how really bad this industry has got. Um, but yeah, my advice, if if you're looking at doing CPD, it's got to be electric vehicle charging. Um, it's the big thing at the moment. Um, obviously, the amendment has changed how we're installing car charging points. And there is a lot of things that um, there is a lot to take in with electric vehicle charging, especially on how quickly it's progressing. Um, so that is really and, that, that, you know, they're saying every new build house is going to have a car charging point. This legislation they're trying to bring in. Um, I don't know if that's bought in yet, actually. I don't think it's official yet, but it's coming in. Um, so, yeah, car charging. And there's a lot of misconception with consumers or clients or customers, whatever you want to call them, about, you know, you're going into a, let's say you're going into BMW, buying an electric car. And they say, you know, you, it comes with a 13-amp plug, just plug it in. And that, you can do that. And obviously you can't. People are having massive problems. You can't You can't charge a car on a 13-hour plug overnight and expect that plug to come out. It burns out and they're getting issues. So there's a lot of misinformation. Um, so, yeah, I'd be saying do that. But at the same time, I wouldn't say become an installer because this government grant is not working. <laughs> so so no one's getting the government grant back. It's too many hoops to jump for, uh, through at the moment. But, yeah, do some research on that. It's going to be a big thing. But what? Go on. Yeah, sorry. You're absolutely right, Rick. That that is a that is a good point, and it sort of leads on to well, it sort of feeds back into what we were saying about it's one of the best times to be an electrician. House bashing, in for the longest time, was pretty. Didn't really change for many years, did it? Like the complexity of house bashing didn't really change. It's almost a dirty word, isn't it? You're, if you're a house basher. Pleh. You're not being yeah. an electrician, but now in in the last five years, and certainly going forward over the next five years, things are really getting interesting in house bashing, from EV charging um, to smart homes, all kinds of stuff that's being integrated into the home now. It's really interesting, and that's another reason why it's such a good time to be an electrician because you're not just going to be running T and E to point to point. Um, and then second fixing, there's gonna you're gonna be designing installs with a lot smarter installs, and I think that's a really important important thing to to mention. In, in terms of your podcasting, guys, the electricity guide to everything. Um, what's the future for the podcast? What are the things that you'd like to do in the future with the episodes? Is there anything you'd like to broaden out to? There's lots of there's lots of bits and pieces in the pipeline. We're always trying to keep it fresh and evolving. What we don't want to do is get sort of bogged down in the doing the same thing over and over. You know, there is no big business plan for EGTE. I think that the podcast runs like the episode. Really, we kind of see this <laughs> decide. You know, where we're going to go this week, what we're going to do here, and there's there's no there's no massive bigger picture 
Um, we'll just try and keep it fresh and see where it goes. And if people are listening, then we know we're going in the right direction. You know, if pe- more people listen every month, then we know we're doing something quite. I guess if that starts to dwindle or go downwards, which luckily for us it hasn't so far, um, then we'll, we'll look into doing something else. Um, but we're always listening. We're very active on Twitter. People can leave feedback, what you want to hear about, what date you want to hear about. I will make one suggestion. Please don't message us asking to cover a topic that has already been covered because I keep getting this now. Where it's like <laughs> you very you send me a message on Twitter. Obviously, don't listen to the podcast because we've covered that in three episodes. Yeah, or, you it's know, like, go talked... back, go back to the archives. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, and I think do you know what? I actually, recently, I think, we... <laughs> and it makes absolute sense. But I've had a couple of questions. Like someone asked me yesterday, you know, I've done my ECS test, and this is a message on Twitter. I've done an ECS test and I'm wondering like what, what card should I apply for? And I realised because we're called the electrician's guide to everything, I think people think we're like a public information system. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we start getting random questions. Um, but there you go. <laughs> if this, if You've kind of hinted at it at the start of, of the episode, but if there were if people listening who would think, you know what, I'd like to try doing a podcast... Uh, perhaps doing something similar to what you guys do or about a different topic within the industry. What advice would you give people to to kick, to, to kick things off into putting a podcast together? Well, if it's an electrical podcast, I wouldn't bother. The market is saturated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, um, listen, starting a podcast is so easy and it's really cheap. Um, so, you know, you need a half-decent microphone set up. Ours cost about £100, I think. Um then you subscribe to a provider. We use Podbean, uh, which is actually free if you keep it to under four hours, I think, a month. And then, yeah, all you need is to make something. And this is the, this is the hard bit. And this, you know, we we never knew we was going to hit success, but it's to make something that people want to engage with and listen to. Um, I think our niche is that we're both still on the tools, and we're talking from experience. You know, we're not talking. Ifs and buts, we're talking about what we see every day. So when we're talking, we, you know, it's it's not made up. It's what it's we experience. Relatable. We're talking from, yeah, it's relatable. We're talking from our experience, not just in the electrical industry, but in life. Um, so, yeah, um, as I say, podcasts are really easy to start. Not so easy to think of something to talk about every couple of weeks. Um, I recommend getting a guest. Um, it, it helps you. <laughs> it certainly helps us. Um but yeah, and for, you know, if you want to start a podcast, listen, come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. We'll, we'll help you out. Um, but yeah, and you know, do what we're doing now. Guest on a different podcast. See if it's for you. Um, you do get people that do get, a, <laughs> and it's strange. Oh, it's strange to me, but you do get people to get a little bit of stage fright, get in front of a microphone, and yeah, you do exactly find that. you do find that though. Like if, if I think when you try and get people interview on a podcast, I think they they revert in their minds to they're being filmed. Um, and when they, when they see that big red flashing light, they get a bit of stage fright, and you have to say to people, well, actually, it's all being recorded. It's only audio. We can stop. We can start. It can be edited out. I think that's what the beauty is with podcasts sometimes, is there isn't that stage fright in, in a regards to if you've been filmed on video, which you realise that actually the, anything can be edited and anything can be changed. I think you, people then start to relax a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's obviously it's, it's one thing talking just you talking on a podcast and then it's another thing having two of you talking but actually when you start having guests on obviously they just start developing an interview technique 
um, which I have to say, me and Sam, is probably a bit easier for us because pretty much every guest we have is in some way involved in the construction industry. And it's like talking where you're on site or down the pub. It's it's very easy. Um, but not everyone's going to have that ease to do it. I, I appreciate it. And then finally, chaps, if people want to find your podcast, go listen to you and also find you on social media as well. Where where do they need to go? Um, yeah, so social media is really easy. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's at EGTE Podcast on every social media platform. Um, the website is egte.co.uk. And in terms of finding the podcast, we're on every podcast platform. So Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, uh, to name just a few. There's so many out there now, it's it's getting ridiculous. But we're on every every platform, so you can search wherever you get your podcast. Chaps, I'm going to finish on this question. I usually have this question at the start of each podcast, and I realise I didn't put it at the start. So we'll put it at the end this week. <laughs> this so... is like Sam doing his, um, his quickfire <laughs> questions. You never know where they're going to pop up in an episode. <laughs> they're meant to uh, start bit at the start, same as this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sauces, you know, like your ketchups and your barbecues. Where'd you put them? Cupboard or fridge? Mm. Uh, Depends on the sauce. No, so I just put it in the cupboard. I don't care. I even put mayonnaise straight in the cupboard. Oh. But my wife, uh, she's super funny about stuff, so she goes nuts. So now everything goes in the fridge. And that is correct. Everything should actually go in the fridge. But in yeah. my house, salad cream may. No, salad cream goes in the fridge, mayonnaise, ketchup's in the cupboard. But actually, I will defend myself by saying we've got something called a pantry. We don't know what a pantry is, people. It's basically a really cold cupboard with a couple of air bricks in. It's freezing cold all the time, like a fridge. And uh, everything stays pretty cold in there anyway. (laughs) Ooh la la. Yeah, there you go. Not bad for a council house. (laughs) (laughs) What century do you live in, Mick? Pantry anymore. Listen, listen. I've got so many stories. I'll save them for our podcast because I know Dave's looking at the watch like, get these people off for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough of these. Give me the content. <laughs> give me the stories. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. <laughs>